The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You've been hearing about this. Yeah, in the news and uh, word broke earlier today that uh, that Alberta pastor jailed after being charged with violating COVID-19 public health orders um, is expected to be released in the coming days. The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom says Crown prosecutors have dropped all but one charge against James Coates and have agreed to his release without bail conditions. Now, you know that Coates preaches at Grace Life Church just west of Edmonton. He's been in jail for about a month now for holding services that violated public health rules on gathering size. He was being held because he refused to abide by a bail condition that he not lead services at the church. Now, uh, a trial on the charge of breaching the Alberta Public Health Act is set for May. One of those charges they didn't want dropped because they want to take it to court. I can tell you that he's agreed to pay a $100 fine in connection to one of the charges. So why would these charges be dropped why would one charge not be and why would the pastor and the justice center want to take it to court paul doroshenko is a criminal defense lawyer at acumen law joins us now paul welcome back to the show yeah thanks for having me on all right let's start with this can you tell me why uh or you know what would precipitate charges being withdrawn how how does that determination be made uh, you, you, as you pose those questions there, I was thinking sure is a lot to unpack and unpack yeah. in this uh, in this story. So, I mean, the government and the and the prosecution service are looking at it and they're thinking to themselves, you know, we've got this uh, uh, these novel orders under the Public Health Act. Uh, they are infringing constitutional rights. There's no doubt about it, right? You've got a, uh, a right to freedom of peaceful assembly. You've got a right to conscience and religion. So, those are rights that are impacted by this legislation, and there's no doubt that they're violations of the uh, of those rights uh, you know under these circumstances are they uh, violations uh, you know is the legislation going to be still uh, valid despite uh, those charter violations because it's upheld under the under section one of the charter of rights but so the government is looking at it and the prosecutors are looking at it and they're, they're saying well what is the public interest here uh, this fellow has already been in jail for a month you know, our whole desire is to try and ensure that everybody's going to uh, comply with these rules at this particularly uh, difficult time in dealing with this pandemic. Um, and, you know, they may have come to the conclusion that he's going to comply with the rules from this point on uh, and, and that it's not necessary to prosecute him to the extent of the law. Um, they may have looked at it and felt that, you know, it's not in the public interest to prosecute in this case. Uh, they may be looking at, at changing the uh, the orders under the Public Health Act uh, to try and you know reflect the fact that we do accept that people are entitled to gather uh, and, uh, and 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 believe uh, as part of their religion. Yeah, so so many things there, Paul, that you, you've just brought up. I mean, the, the fact that uh, the pastor and uh, the congregation hasn't complied at all, complied at all um, through all this, I would find it hard to believe that uh, all of a sudden that they believe that he is going to now. I guess we will see in the coming days. Um, you talk about uh, public interest. Well, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of people say, okay, well, well, you know, what what the heck here, you know? I mean, everyone else is complying with the rules. You know, businesses have been complying 
complying with the rules. I mean, and, and, and other churches, many, many, the majority of churches in this province and probably this country have been complying with the rules. Um, you know, so when you talk about, is there a difference when it, I know, is there a difference when it comes to, uh, you know, a, a global pandemic? I mean, when you look at public interest, public health and keeping people safe. No, I mean, I, you know, there's lots of factors that are going into that public interest concern. Of course, churches and businesses are different. Your constitutional rights for your business are, are very yeah. different than your constitutional rights for your church. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, this is a health issue, right? And the government, yeah. of course, is framing this as a pure on health issue. And the people who are not uh, complying with the orders are putting you and me and everybody else at risk. Uh, by not complying with these orders, but they're trying to come up with some balance. They don't want to appear to be too heavy-handed. The guy's been in jail for a month, which is longer than he would probably be sentenced, right? And there is apparently some uh, fine that has been agreed to, which is an admission of guilt. So he's admitting to fine. guilt on something, yeah. Uh, and of course, they want to uh, they want to still litigate uh, some of these other issues. But you know, the uh, are they going to come back and arrest him again next week uh, with new charges or different charges uh, if he continues to uh, disregard the uh, orders made under the act? You know, we'll have to wait and see. I don't think this is quite done. Uh, there's some people who view their uh, their connection to their religion as as requiring uh, that they suffer uh, and he may be viewing himself as a martyr here and the government doesn't necessarily want to uh, encourage that type of thinking either so I mean it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing for the government to come up with legislation that's going to make everybody happy I'm sure if you go on Twitter you're going to find a, you know, a bunch of people who think that, uh, that this is fantastic, that this guy, you know, his, uh, that he was being oppressed and that this uh, religious group was being oppressed. And then you're going to find a bunch of people who are going to say this is ridiculous, it's unfair to the other people uh, who are complying with the law, but really it's not unfair to them. I mean, everybody should be complying with the law. But, you know, what do you do? Uh, Can't well, make everybody yeah. happy. No, and, and so you know when we when we hear that uh, that one charge um, is uh, that they, they want to take that to court, that they want to take it and see they they want to see what happens there. Why 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 would that be? Well, it's the balancing act under Section One of the Charter of Rights. So the government can pass legislation that violates the uh, the charter, uh, but it can be upheld if it uh, if it's reasonable legislation, uh, you know, given what they're how they're dealing with it, and if if it's not too broad, too expansive, uh, you know, there's a test that's set out in the charter that's codified and. Uh, in the charter, but is also spelled out in law, basically, um, that it's uh, that it's proportionate and balanced. Uh, and the government will go to court and say, these are our concerns. It's a it's a global pandemic, for goodness sake. Uh, and yeah. we are trying to keep people from passing it. And there's all of these other examples of it being passed by people who are in churches, which has led to lots of people dying. And let's have some respect for the, uh, the, the, the sanctity of life here. And that's the government's position. And of course, the uh, church's lawyers are going to come back with their position say this is overly broad and we've got these guarantees in the charter uh, with respect to religion uh, and um, you know these people are entitled to their belief the the unfortunate (laughs) thing of course their belief is coming up against science at that point uh, where the science is going to be able to establish that uh, this is something that is is necessary and effective to protect us Mm, interesting stuff and i think it's just going to get even more so uh paul always great to talk with you thanks for your insight i appreciate it nice to speak with you 
Yeah, take it easy. Paul Doroshenko, who is a criminal defense lawyer with Acumen Law. So again, uh, the single there is a single charge that has not been withdrawn, and uh, the Justice Centre um, has uh, put out uh, the Justice Centre for Constitutional Freedoms, which put out the news release earlier today, saying the charge, uh, the single charge remaining, which has not been withdrawn, as the uh, centre and the pastor want the matter heard at trial to determine the constitutionality of the public health order that churches only hold worship services at 15% capacity and to compel the governments to produce scientific evidence, and you just heard Paul talk about science uh, evidence that might support these violations of charter freedoms. John Carpe, who is uh, the president of the Justice Centre, said in the news release today that, quote, we look forward to appearing in court in May because this trial apparently scheduled to take place beginning on May 3rd, that we look forward to appearing in court in May and demanding the government provide evidence that public health restrictions that violate the freedom of religion, peaceful assembly, expression, and association are scientific and justifiable in a free and democratic country. So there you go. Are they scientific? Are they justifiable in a free and democratic country? This is is not uh, over. Uh, by a long shot. Uh, We understand that he may be, uh, the the pastor may be released uh, from jail as early as Friday, March 19th.